1: Hi everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 16 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs one one one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show. Well, we're meeting with David Grossman, the president of Renew Systems, deep cleaning experts. At Renew, they have deep cleaned and disinfected thousands of properties across the United States and around the world since their founding in 1991. We're going to talk to David about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. So stick around because we have a great show.
2: Franchise Teacher is proud to have over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Franchise Teacher are developers of over a dozen franchise systems which include brick and mortar as nearly 3,000 combined franchise locations.
3: Whether you need to add more units or get more customers, Franchise Teacher can
2: help. We will teach. Franchise Teacher will help you learn our proven system. Franchise teacher will help you provide a game plan to succeed. Consult. Franchise teacher will make sure you stay on track. And advise. Franchise teacher will help you learn from our over 30 years of experience in franchising as both franchisees and franchisors. Take advantage of our free, no obligation phone consultation. Simply go to franchiseteacher.com or call us at 561-385-3032.
1: That's franchiseteacher.com
2: or call us at
0: 561-385-3032.
4: Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you are listening to Franchise Interviews.
1: Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews we for over 16 years now, we've been asking the entrepreneurs to want one, one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show. Well, we're meeting with David Grossman, the president of Renew Systems, the deep cleaning experts. And at Renew, they have deep cleaned and disinfected thousands of properties across the United States and around the world since their founding in 1991. Hi, David, how are you? Welcome to the show.
3: Great. It's good to be here, Marty. I, I am very well. Thank you. hope you are well, and it's good to speak with everybody.
1: Thank you, David. This is, this is my pleasure. So we always like to ask our guests, where are you calling from this morning, David? A simple question. You'd think I would have a simple answer, but <laughs> sometimes I need to pause. Uh, I,
3: I travel extensively, uh, but, but yeah. today I'm in New York City.
1: Okay, fantastic. Oh, that's great. Okay, because I'm originally from New York, so that's that's terrific. And, you know, when I was looking at Renew, um, David, I didn't realize, I mean, God, you guys go back all the way to, to 1991, so you have a, a long history. Maybe we could talk a little bit about, you know, the, the history and some of the highlights over, over the last, like, 30-plus years.
3: Absolutely. Our our company was started, as you mentioned, uh, 1991
2: mm-hmm. by a young
3: individual. He was 21 at the time who wow. taught himself how to clean carpets for homes and restaurants and, mm-hmm. frankly, whoever would pay him to do it. And, right. Right. He would do the work during the day and, uh, and, and then try to do some sales at nighttime. But yeah. saw even back then how competitive the cleaning business is. He's mm-hmm. gotten more so. So even though he right. was a young person, he had the foresight to focus and picked up a small hotel as a new customer and kind of the light bulb went off. Mm-hmm. And ever since then, we've been highly focused on the hospitality industry, so we yeah. provide them with a lot of services, and we think this focus of helping this one customer base who we've gotten to know well and designed our uh, operations around has really given us a big edge.
1: Yeah. The hotels, I mean, are so important, too, David. We um, This summer, we went to – we stayed at one of the big chains in Virginia Beach, and, I you know, I was just – what we were surprised about is, you know, how do they keep the floors so clean? But that's important, you know, particularly, I mean, the hotel is like right on the beach, you know, and you say, oh, my God, how do they, they do this? But it's, it's so important to the hospitality in this industry, isn't it? Because cleanliness.
3: It sure is. And if you look at uh, things like TripAdvisor, if you're going to book your hotel room, maybe you looked at that beforehand or a lot of people do. And, and, and and one of the big criteria and and the thing that people write a lot about is the cleanliness of the Mm -hmm. property, because that's one of the first things and most visible things you'll find. So it's important and and the hotels know that their studies show that cleanliness is a big factor into the popularity and hence the uh, revenue and profitability of uh, their property.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. So how did how did you join Renew? Like how did how did you become familiar with the brand David and then why did you join?
3: I joined like a lot of for the same reason that many of our franchisees joined. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was in corporate America, I actually worked in finance and was laid off three times by various banks, and all wow. three times they said, oh, not you, but we just have to right. do it. So I was just getting tired of the sure. up and down, and it was difficult to have a career. So at the end of the day, I was looking for something a lot more stable, and this opportunity came to me through uh, through a broker that I had been talking to, and mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about cleaning. I, I didn't know right. much about hotels other than being a guest many times, but... Sure. It's an, a fairly simple business to understand, difficult right. to excel at, but easy right. to understand. And I thought, hey, this could be kind of interesting and learn more about it. And even though no one on the street would know who we are, I right. soon learned that the good news is our customers and addressable market know who we are very well. So that uh, and the fact that uh, existing management was still there, We, uh, who I got along with very well, Mm I thought was very competent, importantly. So we kind of put our heads together after we, uh, after I was able to join and purchase the company. And we put our heads down and got to work helping our franchisees succeed.
1: And I know you probably get this question all the time, David, because you, you mentioned, you know, so it is a highly competitive industry. So the question comes is, you know, what makes Renew different from everyone else that's out there?
3: Yeah, it's re- a lot of it is the focus. That's a key mm-hmm. part of it. I know that sounds simple, but mm-hmm. we've uh, we've designed again our processes, our chemicals around the hotel industry, and also we've developed a very good reputation to the point that mm-hmm. we are preferred vendor with lots of the big hotel chains like Marriott and Hilton wow. and Hyatt and Intercontinental, and Best Western, and others. So that gives us a very big edge uh, yes. because these brands. Trust us, and we've built up that trust over a number of years, and that's not something we take lightly we We, right. we make sure that we provide them good service, but in return, we get a lot of work to these hotels. so the focus is really key on the operation side, on the sales and marketing side uh, that that's critical and then uh, another component which again sounds simple, but really mm-hmm. is, is the execution we're very good at customer service and right. running a, a service-based business is is challenging. I probably didn't appreciate how challenging <laughs> it was when I joined it, but uh, right. but it is critical, and we do our best to to make our customers happy.
1: Sounds like you've really excelled too. I mean, this is a this is a relationship business, isn't it, David?
3: Absolutely, that's that's key. Right there is the relationship. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. How if you were at like let's say you were exhibiting at a franchise show, David? You know, and, and you're you're at your booth, and of course you know a lot of people come up to the booth, and it's always a typical question is, so what do you do? How do you typically describe the Renew franchise to let's say a, a prospective franchisee?
3: Yeah, that's an important question, mm-hmm. and and the best answer I would say for that Marty is is that we are a very unique franchise company. Probably something you never thought about, but we provide highly specialized services to the hospitality industry. We're the leader mm-hmm. in this niche that we created, and, we've mm-hmm. been, and, and we're the type of business that uh, is uh, needed and increasingly needed by hotels, and, and, and importantly, we give out very large territories to our franchisees. We're looking for a small number of high-quality
0: individuals
3: mm-hmm. or small teams. Who can have a wide variety of backgrounds, uh, but if we think there's a good fit, we will train them and provide them a lot of support, not just on day right. one, but really right. throughout the entire time with us. is is, is it's critical telling. as our franchisee partners, uh, we right. really view as partners, and uh, and and so I think between a, a very specialized business that is uh, something that we provide a lot of time teaching, and the large territories and ongoing support. Uh, that's something that uh, resonates a lot with many of our uh, folks that are looking to join us.
1: And it's interesting as we're talking about this too, David, because like we were just you know, mentioning relationships, so not even just relationships with your clients, but relationships with your franchisees is what you're saying too, is very important.
3: Yeah, that's a good observation, but we, we view that each, both of those, the, the franchisee partners and yeah. our customers, is, uh, is equally important.
1: Yeah, well, absolutely. So here's a tough question for you. I know to narrow it down to one single answer might be tough, David. But what's been one of the most interesting things that's happened to you since joining Renew? Assuming that you probably have a thousand stories, you and I can go back and forth with. But does anything stand out over over your your time with Renew?
3: Yeah, you certainly see a lot of things that happen inside hotels. (laughs) Uh, but, but, but I, w- but I will just uh, say at a broader level, uh, the COVID and we, yeah. uh, looking back at it, uh, it was certainly challenging the first few months,
2: mm-hmm.
3: but well, we made through it. Our franchisees, uh, really came through very well and we are a much stronger company coming out of it, uh, for a number yeah. of reasons, uh, the, the, the competitive landscapes even become more favorable. We've right. solidified our relationships with our big hotel brands, and cleaning's become more important. So we actually came out a much better company operationally. I think we were always uh, well run, but I think we've gotten better. So while COVID, the first uh, few months, uh, mm-hmm. I remember very well that first uh, day when we realized it, when we mobilized yeah. all of our franchisees on a bunch of phone calls and really tried to help guide it. Um, right. it was very scary. But uh, we, we got through it and we came out, uh, even uh, within a few months, we were starting to, to be on demand and we came out a lot stronger company.
1: Yeah, I would imagine the, the demand, you know, and I hate to use the word, you know, COVID as an opportunity, but maybe the, the demand for your service had to increase, right, David? It just seems like, I mean, we're still, even to this day, we're still talking about COVID, right? So, I mean, it, your service just seems to be even more important today than it was if you go back four years ago.
3: Yeah, no doubt about it. And, and 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 a byproduct of COVID, it wasn't the only cause of COVID wasn't the only cause, but a byproduct right. of the labor issue. And so because labor yes. is tight now, and I think it right. will continue for a number of years, we're seeing a lot more outsourcing. So companies, some of the hotels that we had not uh, won over yet. Uh, now we're outsourcing more, and, and we started mm-hmm. to pick them up as new customers. So I think, again, this trend is only going to continue, and we're benefiting from it.
1: That's wonderful. What's, what types of characteristics, when you're meeting with someone, David, as you said, you know, you're traveling all over the country, you know, and I'm, I imagine that sometimes you're meeting with prospective franchisees. What characteristics or traits are important to you before taking on a new franchisee to renew?
3: Sure. Yeah, and and you did mention I travel a lot uh, in the U.S., but also internationally, because we now Mm. are in a number of U.S. cities and and several other countries, and international growth is is also important for us. Wow. But as far as the the characteristics, again, the the background can vary, and it does vary, and we find that uh, the two key things are skill set and mindset on our mm-hmm. end. And skill set is just someone who can manage a small team of workers. Again, they don't mm-hmm. have to have experience in cleaning, but just be able to manage it. Uh, they're going to want to learn how to do the cleaning first couple months, get their hands dirty. But then more importantly, oversee the team and focus increasingly on building and managing those relationships. So you mentioned right. the relationship business, and it is. Right. And doing that with our support. So we open up a lot of doors and provide a lot of ongoing support, so we're not looking for people to cold call, but it's really relationship Mm -hmm. building. So the the components on the skill set side are uh, managing a small team but really focusing a lot on those relationships. And then, you know, on the mindset is we're looking for people that fit well with our culture, and we are a um, very collaborative group, and Mm -hmm. uh, we we, we like to hit the ground running. We're kind of action-oriented uh but they're very collaborative. So if they want uh, if they want someone uh a partner, a or partner who's really gonna provide a lot of ongoing support and really try to view it as a team environment, then uh then those people are a good fit. So yeah. obviously there's there's more detail but those those are kind of the, the the high level of some of the things that we look for in our franchisee partners, which could be an individual, could be a spouse. Uh, together, right. husband wife team or two partners. Um and or two, could be two business partners. So we're a wide variety of it and in any of those situations, um and configurations uh can can work fine and do work fine for us.
1: That's terrific. You, you know this better than I do, David, but I mean, is there an advantage to, it seems like a lot of the, you know, the hotels, the big chains that you mentioned, the Hyatts, the Hilton's, it seems like they do use or they outsource their service as opposed to doing it in-house, having people clean the hotel as an employee. I mean, so are there, are there I imagine there would be advantages to using a service like Renew, using your service versus having employees work for the hotel and clean the hotel. Are there like studies or advantages to to doing that? I imagine the franchisees work harder because they want the business, don't they?
3: Yeah, that's right. And and I I should point out the type of services we do is not the everyday housekeeping, making Mm -hmm. beds and so forth Mm -hmm. and changing Mm -hmm. sheets, nor is the nightly janitorial mopping and vacuuming. But it's really what we call it deep cleaning, which happens uh, periodically several times a year where we'll bring in our our well-trained team of technicians uh, with our special equipment and processes. So you're you're right in that uh, for a few reasons we're finding, and our customers are finding increasingly it makes sense to outsource, is that this is not a service that's typically done every day. So it's not like you'll have uh, the hotel will have a couple people doing it devoted to it. It's more like they do it off the corner of their desk. Mm when they have the opportunity. So they often fall behind. They often don't have the right equipment, chemical, and training. And even if they do in some cases, and I don't say this disrespectfully to our customers, Mm -hmm. but this is not something they do every day, is is that they typically find that they're not able to manage the the quality or the quantity. They can't get it all done in time. And they just don't have the results. And then some of the services that we offer are fairly unique, like we'll clean um, chandeliers and escalators right. and trash chutes. These are some processes that we've developed that are fairly unusual. A, a lot of what we do is, is carpet cleaning where we'll get stains out or we'll restore yes. and polish marble uh, or get the odors out when a guest brings a pet in.
0: Things mm-hmm. that are,
3: are fairly, uh, we see often, challenging. And then we have a number of wide variety, a number of other services that are that are also uh, challenging and, and fairly unusual.
1: That's great. How does the, the training work, David, once you decide you know, you like them, they like you, and they want to come on board as a franchisee? Do they come out to like a corporate headquarters? Like how does that work?
3: Yeah, our company is based uh, outside of Chicago. So okay. we have our initial training is about 10 days mm-hmm. in our home office. We, it's not really a home office, but we call mm-hmm. it home for our franchisees. Mm-hmm. They come there for ten days. Most of the training is actually done by we'll some uh, at the venue of some of our customers in Chicagoland. So we'll so we'll get on the ground training, and then some of it is also done in in, in our home office. A right. lot of it will be on operational, providing uh, instruction and hands-on experiences to how to do the variety of services. But it's also then we'll go into a lot on the sales side and business building side. And our franchisees can start out with a very small team, one, maybe two technicians uh, that mm-hmm. they've hired, or, and we can help them try to find the right people, right. and they can start small. And then they will uh, right. go through the training as well, and at, over time they'll grow with the team. But you never need a huge team, which is one of the beauties of our business, mm-hmm. is that we've found a way of uh, building a business where we can highly utilize our employees, keep them busy, Uh, but not have to build a very large team so it's easier to manage and less to have to deal with um, HR issues, more to deal with trying to grow the business. So so that's the initial training, the 10 days in Chicagoland, and then there's a lot of ongoing remote Mm -hmm. and on-site support operationally and also importantly on the sales side where we really try to help them grow the business. That's wonderful.
1: I'm trying to think of what a typical day would be like for your, your franchisees, David. I imagine there's a little bit of a, a sales element to it, you know, for your franchisees, but maybe you could talk a little bit about that. Like, what is a typical day like for a franchisee to renew?
3: Yeah, it, it, it's a good question. So after the first few months when things start to uh, become more of a, of a, of a uh, kind of a steady... Uh, system, what it should mm-hmm. be or often is, is that uh, our franchisee owner may stop at the hotel where one or more of their teams are working just to right. check in. Importantly, say hello to the customer, maybe talk about other work we can do for them, and then they will often uh, spend the rest of the day visiting other hotels in the area, or some days they may be working uh, at their home office trying to win over other customers through writing the proposals and uh, talking to customers um, using our, our CRM system where they'll mm-hmm. have the contacts of all the people. So a lot of it is your point is on sales of building and, okay. and managing those relationships. Some of it's operations and some of it's administrative. If I, if I had to break it down, it's about uh, 30% on operations overseeing mm-hmm. the team and mm-hmm. and hiring when needed about 10% on administration so that leaves mm-hmm. a little bit more than half on on sales and, mm-hmm. and again doing that with with our support they're not kind of on an island our franchisees are not they're they're in fairly good contact and 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 in frequent contact with our operational and sales and business building team
1: Right. And the sales is not like you have to be uh, an exceptional sale, like a, a telemarketer or a cold caller. You know, I mean, this is, as you said, I mean, it, it, it's a pretty simple service at the, at the end of the day, David, and you could, I'm sure your, your team can teach people to actually sell the service, couldn't you?
3: Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because, uh, our franchisees, very few of them come from a traditional sales background. It's right. just people that, uh, are, are people, are people people and like to talk mm-hmm. to other people, are not hesitant to, to do it, and then we can provide a lot of that support. So, so that's a lot of what it is. We're not looking for slick salespeople. We're looking for people that are trustworthy, reliable, kind of, uh, will be, re- will be respected. By their customers who are really, so really interested in working with us to kind of as a partnership to really try to help them not just on, you know, one transaction be done, but build a long-term relationship right. so we can start to help them, say, clean their carpets and then right. they like the results. We'll start to do their tile and grout mm-hmm. and keep growing from there.
1: That's great. When when I have someone on, on yourself on, on the show, you know, with so much experience, David, because you've been doing this such a long time now, I always like to ask, you know, because our listeners are, we, we call them aspiring entrepreneurs, Most of them are, are kind of even new to franchising. They know they want to. They're thinking about getting involved in franchising, but we find that, or they find it's a little bit overwhelming. I think I read recently, there's something like, they said there's like 4,000 different systems now in the United States, which which is a lot. And so a lot of them, I think, are overwhelmed in the beginning, They're like, oh my God, where do I even begin? From everything you've learned up to this point, what advice would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise?
3: Yeah, I would say, if I had to boil it down to, say, three things, I would mm-hmm. say that First of all, you can get help. There are a number of franchise yeah. consultants or brokers, mm-hmm. You can find them online. There's no yeah. cost to you as a pr- prospect. Right. So they, they'll be compensated if you, if, if you actually move forward the franchise right. paid by the franchisor typically. So no cost and uh, there are a lot, a lot of people there and they will help guide you as to uh, what, through the process and also starting with what may be a good franchise for you, which brings mm-hmm. me to the second point is the fit. And and, 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 and here, Marty, you mentioned that there's a, a huge number of brands out there that are franchised. Yeah, um, right. But, but we like Renew, but I realize Renew is not for everyone, right? So right. I think people right. need to understand, first of all, geography. Is it available in their area? cost is it the right cost even though there's some uh, a lot of bank financing available um, Mm -hmm. you have to make sure that that sort of fits with with your 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 financial situation the business model uh, some people uh, there's a wide variety whether it's a restaurant that you're you're owning and operating or a service business like ours and everything in between Mm -hmm. what's the day-to-day lifestyle you asked that question earlier that's clearly an element Uh, timing to open Some businesses like restaurants or retail, which could take well over a year because you have to find a store and get up and running. Others like ours, we can be up and running in a matter of weeks because it's a service-based business. And probably the last part of that is uh, the personality or the culture of the company and the fit with the franchisor. So you're going to be working closely with the franchisor in, in, in some situations. Maybe not, but hopefully you will be. And uh, getting along with them and buying into their culture is critical. So so I said getting help, fit, and the last thing is do your homework. There's a lot of the franchise broker can help you, but a lot of it is getting to know the franchise or visiting them. Importantly, talking or meeting with many of the other franchisees Mm -hmm. on a one-on-one basis so you can ask them a lot of questions, how happy they are, day Mm -hmm. in the life. I think that's key. And if a franchisor is resistant to you doing your homework, talking to franchisees, and spending the time you need to do it, then that may be a red flag.
1: Yeah, that's I think that's great advice, David. You know, and I read in an interview, uh, I think it might have even been on your, your LinkedIn page, but you're even saying, you know, that this may not be the most, you know, sexiest business in the world, but nevertheless, it, it could be a really good fit, right? Because franchising is really a means to an end, isn't it? You know, it's, what are you trying to accomplish, you know? Uh, how does this help you reach your goals? You know, and and I think using a franchise broker, or so you said getting help, you know, a lot of people out there, are experts can, you know, kind of introduce this industry to a lot of people who may have not even considered it initially.
3: That's absolutely right. Uh, I like myself, and I think every yeah. one of our franchisees, except except one of them, who happened to be a customer and liked what we okay. did, and joined us. But but. But, but otherwise no one knew who we were. No one, probably, right. I think very few if any kind of even thought, Oh, a specialized uh, cleaning company for right. hotels right. that that even existed. So it yeah. was, uh, it we're below the radar and you're right. Cleaning is uh, often viewed as not sexy, but
4: right. that's
3: fine. We're not for everyone, but right. a lot of our franchisees or join us because they like the fact that it's a needed business. We provide right. a lot of support. It's highly specialized. Uh, and it's growing in a lot of areas, and they don't care so much that it's not uh, the most exciting thing to to talk about at a cocktail party.
1: Yeah, yeah, well said. So as the president, I could ask you the last question, David, is, I mean, where do you see Renew if you can look into a crystal ball, whether that crystal ball is one year, three years, five years down the road, where where do you see Renew?
3: I, I see it. Continuing on the same path we're doing now, we've been fortunate mm-hmm. to have some nice growth. And the two key components, and where I and the management team focuses on, is geographic growth. We want to continue to fill out the rest of the U.S. with good quality franchisees, Right. increasingly grow international. But the other focus is, is equally important, which is same store, you know, helping our franchisees grow. And we spend yeah. a lot of time working with our franchisees so that, after three or four or five years with us, they're not tapped out on growth
0: right. we We
3: were, were well, a lot of that comes down to the fact territory so there's always more customers, exactly. more services to existing customers. So we right. really want to focus on same store growth and geographic expansion and the more geographic expansion and our franchises want us to continue to grow geographically, the right. more value we can bring. To our big customers, these big international customers like Marriott, which helps us then increase the value of our brand. So the two of them go together, helping our existing franchisees and trying to bring in good quality additional ones. Uh, and if we keep doing that and providing good quality service to our franchisees and to our customers, uh, I, I, I do believe we'll continue to have some some good success.
1: That's wonderful. What's the what's the best way David for our listeners to get more information on Renew? Uh, of course you've at the service and, and 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 the franchise opportunity. Are there any like websites you can kind of direct them to?
3: Yeah, I think the best would just to go to our our, our uh homepage which is renewsystems.com and that's spelled R E N U E systems again R E N U E Systems within FDN. dot com, and there's lots of information both for customers, but there's also a lot of information uh, for prospective franchisees.
1: That's fantastic. Well, I can't tell you how much I've enjoyed talking to you, David, and I'd right, already like to invite you back over the next year or two as you continue to grow, because because I, I love this this industry and I love your model. So I, I would love to have you back in the future.
3: It would be my pleasure, Marty. Thank you very much, and everyone for, for listening.
1: You're most welcome, Dave. It's great to have you on the show. We'll be right back with more Franchise Interviews. Coming up in our next segment, we'll be playing a clip from our Great Quotes in Franchising podcast
0: right here on Franchise Interviews. Franchisers. Are you looking to reach aspiring entrepreneurs looking to buy a franchise? Are you looking to reach a highly educated audience on franchising? Franchise Interviews, an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, Or you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising our weekly franchise radio show where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts and attorneys, and our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Hi everyone, this is Marty McDermott from Franchise
1: Interviews and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising For each podcast you get to hear a great quote in franchising. You know, we've been hosting Franchise Interviews now over eight years and over 400 shows, and during that time we've had some incredible quotes on our show. Today you're going to get to hear from Chris Simic, who is the founder of FranchiseTeacher.com. and Chris has over 30 years of business and franchise experience as an independent business owner, a franchisee, and a franchisor. Chris said something very profound that we haven't heard on our show in over eight years. He mentioned that you have to almost work harder to fail at franchising than to succeed in franchising, and he explains why.
4: Most people, about 90% I think I've seen, buy a business other than they first looked at. Wow, that's amazing. That's interesting, isn't it? I mean, that's
1: that's a big number too, isn't it, Chris? You know that you know most people, they go in with these certain expectations and they come out
4: with with, with something different, you know, And, and I find that fascinating. I absolutely—it never ceases to astound me—but I think that speaks to the to the, uh, the value of franchising as a as a business model and a business method because right. people don't have to uh, be in something just because they know it. And quite candidly, sometimes. Getting involved in a business that you would rather do that you were not involved in allows you the the luxury of taking a, a new career path and to develop something you never would have had the opportunity to had it not been, you know, systematized and prioritized for you. You know, in franchising it's said that you have to really almost work harder to fail than to succeed because if you have a good franchise system right. where you follow directions, you have to almost purposely not follow them to not do well. That's true. That's fantastic. We have this
1: this great course in franchising. I I think we're going to put that one in there, Chris. I I think that's very original and it's it's very true. What advice would you give to our listeners? You know, we find that most of them, they're just beginning their search to buy a franchise, Chris, and we find that, you know, most of them just simply, they, they don't even know where to begin, like you were saying. What advice
4: would you give to them? I, I do, um, when I speak to people looking at franchises, like, I, I give them three different pieces of advice. One, make sure you're looking for a business for the right reason. Now, mm-hmm. A lot of people have things happen in their life. They lose a job or something happens, and they react and, and maybe say, well, okay, maybe I'll go buy a business. That may not be the, the reason to do it versus having the luxury of selectivity that here's my opportunity that was yeah. created by some adversity. Second thing is that they have to make sure that they are – Able to be franchisees. Uh, that not everybody is designed to be able to to follow the systems, procedures, and and, and, the, and the processes it takes to be a successful franchise owner. And then I tell them quite candidly: is pick a couple of the industries and the price ranges uh, that, that may have interest to you, and then kind of. Kind of and down from there, either using the resources of a, uh, a consultant or a, bro- or a broker or a team member or, or on their own, either way. But I think that if they, if they take their time, follow the steps, and do it for the right reasons, uh, they'll be on a much smoother pathway uh, to, to success in owning their own business.
1: That's well said. What's, what's in the future then for a franchise teacher, Chris? I mean, where do you see the company three to five years down the road?
4: Well, Marty, we've been uh, extremely fortunate, and blessed that the, the business has 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 been around you know through Century Franchise Group for many years, and our new franchise, dot uh, com has, has taken off. We're representing right now uh, you know seven uh, plus brands. I think in five years, our, our focus will really be even more fine tuned, as the as the consumer or the prospective uh, business owner is looking for more and more specific information. Breaking down the teach, coach, consult, and advise, I think, will be, um, will be a way for us to assist people in what they need. You know, people, again, don't know what they don't know. But right. I think information overload uh, sometimes discourages people too early. They say, I, this is too much for me to process. Mm. But we can break it That's down into bite-sized pieces. I think more and more people, especially the younger generation, who are looking for the advice, and the information they want when they want it, I think is you know going to do nothing more than uh, continue then our next business venture, which launches at the end of this year uh, will is looking to capture all the different franchise brands around the world and put them into one place so it's, it's we're, we're we're looking forward to uh, a future and franchising is going nowhere but growing you know as you write about a long time too the number of franchise opportunities, and the world's getting to be a smaller place, I think you're going to find a yeah. lot opportunities coming in and going out of, of different marketplaces in different countries uh, accessible to more people. That's fantastic. What's the best way,
1: Chris, for our listeners to get <clears throat> more information on franchiseteacher.com? They're obviously,
4: franchiseteacher.com, but any numbers you'd like them to call or email addresses? Well, actually, we appreciate uh, you know, www.franchiseteacher.com. Okay. And my, my business partner, Dave, and I offer them the free one-hour consultation. Fill out to form oh, and great. take advantage of it.
1: That's fantastic. I want to thank you again, Chris, for, I, you know, finally coming on the show. You know, it, it, I've been following your career for a long time now, you know, and I have just been very impressed with with, with everything that you've done, you know. So when I, when I saw this, I, I mentioned to you, we don't typically um, call people to come on the show, you know, but, but I had to have you specifically on the show. So it was
4: an honor and a privilege to have you on the show today. Marty Ditto, and, again, congratulations on your um, uh, PAT doctor. I have read your thesis, and I would recommend it reading if people can get oh, through it that's uh, fantastic. me. <laughs> I really appreciate that you read it, too, because that, that, that's an honor
1: coming from you. So that's fantastic. Well, I want to thank you again, Chris. Thank you. And we'll be right back with more Franchise Interviews.
0: Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.